0: Collaboration requires some form of leadership. There's usually an individual or a group of individuals who will take on a leadership role, whether that's a, a story editor, somebody, a writer, a musician, who is starting a project or is helping to guide a project or song that will put the pieces together.
1: Welcome to the Become a Writer Today
0: podcast
1: with Brian Collins. Here you'll find practical advice and interviews for all kinds of writers. Would you like to collaborate with other creatives? Perhaps you've written a script or story and you want to work with an illustrator or a graphic designer or somebody from a different discipline who can help you take your idea and remix it. Hi there, my name is Brian Collins and that's a topic we're going to cover in this week's podcast episode. I recently had the chance to speak to Jared Geller. He's the CEO of Hit Record, a platform he co-founded with the actor Joseph Gordon-Levitt. But before we get into this week's interview, I was reflecting on the importance of collaboration during the creative process. And I was thinking about what it goes into writing a book. So if you write a book, you know, you come up with the idea yourself. You will probably work on the first draft yourself. You know, you'll write with the door closed, as Stephen King says. But there comes a time when you'll need to collaborate with somebody else. You'll need to edit with the door open to finish what Stephen King says. So that means finding an editor. And even once you've found an editor, you will also need to collaborate with a proofreader. And finding those two types of writing professionals will help you improve the quality of your book. And I know when I wrote my first book, I thought I could edit and proofread it myself. And I didn't know how wrong I was till I started getting complaints from readers and I had to rewrite the book in question. But of course, it's not enough to just collaborate with those two people. You also need to work with somebody from a different discipline. You need to work with a book cover designer because the reality is most authors don't necessarily have the skills or the time to design a professional book cover. And that's what's expected of you if you want to sell your book on Amazon. Collaboration doesn't stop there because if you want to sell your book, you're going to need to learn how to use tools and software that other people have built. Let's say you want to you know, get into email marketing, which is a fantastic way of building relationships with readers and selling your book, well, then you're going to need to use email marketing software. And that's something that only a software developer can create. Alternatively, if you're considering taking your book and turning it into an online course, which is something I recommend if you have written nonfiction, then you'll need to collaborate probably with a video editor who can help you turn your video or audio lessons into something that students are happy to consume. And what's more, you'll also need to work with early or beta students so you can identify, find and fix errors in your course. And again, that's something that I've done, which has helped me improve the courses that I've created over the years. So the way I like to think about it is creativity is iterative and it's not something that you can do alone. You can always improve the quality of your work if you find somebody who has a skill set that you lack and if you listen to their frank feedback. Now, I know getting feedback can be difficult, particularly if, you know, a reader emails you to say this book was terrible, or if a student says they just didn't like the course and want their money back. All of those things have happened to me. Well, what I'd say to you is their criticism isn't necessarily about you as a creator. It could reflect where they're coming from. So perhaps they've had a bad day and they feel like venting over email, or it could be simply about your product. And it's important to separate your book or your course, or your product from you as a creator. It's not a criticism of you. And if you're going to get your work out into the world, which you should, then you will encounter this criticism. Ultimately, worrying about what people think of you is less important than actually capturing the attention of the right people in the first place. So if you're working on something creative, I'd encourage you to consider who you can collaborate with to improve your project in question. And of course, you don't necessarily have to you know, go ahead and write a book that you're going to sell or start offering an online course. You could get started on something relatively small. You could just write a scene and upload it to a platform like HitRecord, where a graphic designer could take it and remix it. In this week's interview, Jared Gellar gets into what HitRecord is and how it could help creatives. And he talks about how writers can use HitRecord and what they should expect from a platform. We also talk about why every creative project needs a leader, somebody who will take charge of the project in question and get it over the finish line. And he talks about what it takes to start a successful, small creative project. We also get into collaboration, of course, and there's lots more we cover in this week's interview. But I started by asking Jared to explain why HitRecord is and how it can help creatives and writers in the first place.
0: Sure. uh, HitRecord is a creative platform where people from all over the world participate in all sorts of creative projects where they contribute individual elements like little ingredients, you know, whether that's those are song projects and they contribute lyrics or whether it's video projects and they contribute, you know, short form pieces of video that add up to something that they couldn't have necessarily done on their own. So uh, what we like to to say is like we break down the creative process into bite-sized pieces so that anybody feels like they can participate and then people contribute those little pieces and the community that's on our platform, they work together, they collaborate to create, like I said, finished songs, videos, animation, short-form documentary, tiny stories. That's how it works. What type of creatives do you find are using the platform? Sure. HitRecord isn't necessarily a place to come for professional opportunities. It's for really anyone. Creativity is a human universal. So anybody who has that inclination to want to express themselves can and and does participate in the process. When I mentioned that, we like to, to think that by breaking down the creative process into bite-sized pieces, it sort of demystifies the whole idea of making things. And so so anybody feels like they can participate. And what I mean by that is If you were to say to me, hey, you know, do you want to write a song together? I wouldn't necessarily know what you meant. But if you said, hey, do you want to write a few lyrics about the feeling of loneliness? Or do you want to draw a picture of the sun? Or do you want to take a photograph of a landscape or whatever the case may be? By breaking down the creative process into super bite-sized pieces that anybody feels like they can do, that's when people join in and become a part of our community and participate in all sorts of different creative projects.
1: So I'm looking at the Hit Record site at the moment, and mm-hmm. one of the banners talks about audio tales. So if uh-huh. I had
0: a, a script for a story, is that something I could you know, share and hit record? And... It's something that you could share, but you know what we find is that when people talk about their own experiences, you get some really awesome stories, stories that you never would have, because everybody's experience is so unique to them. So what we have found is if people write about themselves or if they record audio talking about their own experience one it's easier for people to do people feel yeah. like that's not so big of a lift but also the stories are tend to be more unique and what we've found is like I said you know the more people who contribute you really do get that rich sense of storytelling the more inclusive you can be about the opportunities the, the creative opportunities the more interesting the results in our experience are. And that's not just for audio stories, that's for music, that's for illustration, that's for photography, for video. When people are actually contributing their own experiences, that's when sort of like the surprise and the magic comes out. The platform is
1: quite big. Do you have any success stories that you like to point to or maybe collaborations that really took off and surprised
0: everyone? Yeah, sure. So, uh, you know, right now what we do, look, there are thousands of projects on the platform. Most of the projects uh, are people starting their own and rallying community. Uh, There's a project that someone started, I think her name is Sabine, started a project called Tracing Scars. This isn't something that we would have started on our own, or I would have even thought about. But she had this idea that like everybody has scars, whether they're physical or internal or whatever the case may be. And she started a project where she said, let's all talk about the different scars that we have. And people started recording videos of different, they would point to scars that they'd had or that they have, and they would talk about how they got them, whether it was, you know, surgery from a a cleft palate or a young trans man was talking about his transition surgery. and, And so people were rallying around this idea of talking about their scars, whether physical or internal. And Sabine has made a series of this project thematic, like what are the scars that we have, whether, you know, talk about whether they're internal, external, and she's created a series. And you can imagine, well, one, this isn't an idea that we would have had. So the surprise in that and the power of inclusivity of getting people to participate in something that they wouldn't have necessarily had the opportunity to do in the first place. Providing a, a platform for people to to create and lead projects leads to these surprising results. But also, I think one of the things that that's surprising and, and really wonderful about the platform is people make themselves really vulnerable to talk about, especially with this project. And that's a really beautiful thing about creativity and also human connection and understanding is that when we talk about our experience, especially with subject matter that is so personal about, like you know, the experiences that I just mentioned. I mean, look, if we're if we're talking about humanity, it's like what better way to think about human understanding than to share stories like the scars that we have? You know, mm, I like that. And
1: and do you find the stories and projects tend to live on hit record, or do they take a life of their own outside of it?
0: Yeah, you know, uh, we have all sorts of different kinds of projects. You know, we've made TV shows. Our, t- our television show hit record on TV won an Emmy award. Multiple projects uh, that we've done have been seen by a lot of people. You know, we work with brands. We did a series of TV commercials for LG that ran on the World Series and all over television. Right now we have a partnership with Zappos that's gone really, really well. And uh, we'll be continuing that where we create all sorts of, of art that uh, is syndicated throughout social media and their platform. We have an awesome uh, relationship with Ubisoft where uh, people from all over the world are creating content, music, visual assets, stories that will actually go into AAA video games. We were just at Sundance actually and got to share some of the, the art and creativity that our community creates at Sundance. And that was actually, I think it was our Fifth time there, so we have we have a, a nice home at, at Sundance. It's a really beautiful thing. So yeah, I mean, there's all sorts of ways that uh, the art that our community creates has gotten to reach a larger, our more mainstream audience, and uh, we're you know we're always excited to um, get to to share our stuff with a with a wider audience because not only are we proud of what we get to make and and what our community has created, but when people see the stuff that we're making, then more people participate because they see, oh, I I could do that. I want to participate in that. So it, it serves as a it's, a, it's a real symbiotic relationship that we have with our distribution partner. So
1: that's fantastic. Like I didn't realize you guys have won an Emmy. That's amazing. Who would own like the final creative project?
0: Because some creatives will definitely be open to collaborating, whereas other creatives might have a few reservations. Sure. I mean, I think we, you know, from the very beginning, we always wanted to make Hit Record a, a safe space for anybody who, for anybody, you know, people who don't have any professional aspirations to be a creative professional, or or, or people who do make a living doing it. So I, th- I think every few years we see a, a terms of service update on on popular social media platforms, and we all take a step back and say, "Oh no, what are what are they going to be able to do with our content?" We're very upfront with our terms of service, which which are when you upload any. Piece of content, you provide us with the non exclusive license to the content. And when you do that, you provide us with a, a license to monetize that content. We will share any of the uh, profits with the individual contributor. But to note, people aren't uploading their you know, finished song, they're not uploading their screenplay. They're uploading individual small ingredients, very bite sized sort of building blocks. That create a greater whole. So I think that dynamic has made people feel super comfortable because, look, you know if, if you're an aspiring creative professional and you have your screenplay that you're shopping around, don't put it on hit record, you know because that's just not the place for it. You know, it. But if you want to express yourself creatively and you want to participate and collaborate with other people and sometimes uh, have that work you know, be licensed to a larger audience, that's a great thing. then come to hit record. Do you find
1: somebody will naturally bring together all of the different pieces that have been uploaded? Like
0: they'll almost become the showrunner or director, or does it just organically take shape? Yeah, no, collaboration requires some form of leadership. There's usually an individual or a group of individuals who will take on a leadership role, whether that's a a story editor, somebody a writer, a musician. Starting a project or is helping to guide a project or song that will put the pieces together. You know, oftentimes somebody who's really great at uh, visual effects will take individual illustrations or, you know, a, a series of illustrations and put it together. And in fact, what we've been developing over the last, you know, year and we've been beginning to launch in the last three months are project tools. That will help people who want to lead projects be able to do that you know, using technology and using feature sets that allow people who want to lead projects to get them completed. Because collaboration, especially creative collaboration, oftentimes does take leadership.
1: Yeah, I would agree with that. And you've got some interesting projects as well. You have one where the community are creating uh, soundtracks for a computer game for watchdogs. Mm-hmm. That's a pretty pretty interesting project. So it seems yeah. like it'd be a great
0: way to make a name for yourself if you wanted to as a creative. Uh yeah. Like I said, you know, most people who are coming to Hit Record, they're not coming for professional opportunities. People okay. you know, it has happened. There's an artist who started Tiny Stories is a huge project on our platform that was created by an artist, awesome artist named Wero. And we have a had a book series with Harper Collins called Tiny Stories. You know, there's I think four. Volumes of that book—that it's a really popular project, Tiny Book of Tiny Stories—and that's a great example of, of you know, somebody who is really, from a creative standpoint, created a project that's super popular and and has gone on to be distributed by a major publisher. And that artist has collaborated with the hit record community to get mm-hmm. that art out there. But you know, what we find is, and this is based on surveys and conversations for years, because our community is over a decade old at this point. And what we have come to understand, and it's not necessarily intuitive, because I think most media tech companies place the emphasis on the finished product. And there's a monetization plan that's exclusively tied to the content itself. But what we find, and like I said, it's not necessarily intuitive, is the reason why people come to hit record is because they love the experience of being creative together. They like making things together. You know, we asked our community, hey, should we be doing more TV shows? Should we be doing more branded content? Should we be doing more, you know, fill in the blank? And the number one response was, we don't care where it goes. Like, that's cool that we're making all this stuff. But what we really want is just to make stuff together and, and to have those, whatever we're making, be finished. And be celebrated in some way. And that's when we thought, okay, we really you know, will continue to, to make you know, TV shows and partner with brands and you know, make uh, projects with you know, Ubisoft and things like that. But what we really want to lean into is optimizing the experience of being creative and really support the creative process, which is why you know, we're really investing in project tools, so, if you're a project leader, how can we really create an experience that'll allow you to collaborate with more people and make that experience really great? And and a key part of that is figuring out how to help people finish their project. Because if you keep on asking people to participate yep. and nothing feels like it's getting done, then yeah. it's frustrating and and people yeah. won't want to participate.
1: So. Yeah, you're talking about the tools. Could you give me like an example of some of the tools that you've rolled out? Like I understand Record completed a funding round last year and which you've used to to build out the platform. Could you talk a little bit about some of those tools?
0: Yeah, so a couple things. One is one of the questions that we would always be asked is, I want to start a project, but I don't know what to do next in what sequence. So we've created tools for people who want to start projects. And we have all sorts of categories, whether you want to make a song, music video, documentary, a short form documentary video, things like that, creating a little bit of a template to say like, hey, here in our experience, collaborating with people from all over the world, here's what we think the steps are. Here's what, you know, and and here's a basic template for how you can do this. And of course, it's all customizable and it's all, there's tools for people to lead projects. You know, you can have all the tools in the world, but sometimes not everybody feels like they can make uh, an animated short film or a music yeah. video, but they want to lead a project. So we're also developing simpler formats, like an audio tale, for example. I couldn't lead a project for animation because I'm not an animator, but I know how to tell a story. I know what makes a good story, and I could probably identify different audio stories and put them together. So we are also starting to create and at least propose to the community simpler uh, creative formats so that more people feel like they can participate in leading projects. On the mobile side, what's super interesting is, you know, you carry a phone in your pocket every day, all day, and there aren't a ton of collaboration tools out there with a community attached to it. So we've developed some really super simple contribution flows and I would say creator slash contribution flows. And what that means is, let's say an audio tell project and there was a, a bit of writing that you were looking for people to voice, like you were looking for people to do voiceover. Just the simple user interface of having the script and the audio record button and a way to contribute your audio file directly to that project all on the same screen is... So huge. It sounds like such a simple, like, of course, idea. But yep. if you have a piece of writing and you have to toggle between your mic and then you have to find it, yeah. it, it creates actually some friction. And we've seen, we just rolled out this new contribution flow for voice acting. And it's gone like the contributions have gone through the roof. I mean, in the last like two weeks, I can get you the stats because I, I don't have them at my fingertips right now, but it was like it's something like 10X in just two weeks. Mm-hmm and so what we're really what we're doing is developing tools that will you know make it way easier for people to contribute to people's projects and collaborate if you had a song and you said i want to have a chorus i want everybody to sing this chorus what if you were able to listen to the click track in your earbuds sing into the your phone's microphone and it automatically contributes to the project in isolated Your isolated vocal stem, so that the project leader has all of these things, and then they can put it into their into their Pro Tools session, and you know, it makes super simple. So those are the kinds of tools that we're creating.
1: Uh, I like that. I like that. And is um, how many people
0: work in Hit Record at the moment? Uh, Right now, there's forty people. Okay, it's quite big. And they around the world are based in Los Angeles. No, we're all in Los Angeles. Um, You know, we're able to work remotely, uh, of course, during this time, but we find that. it's important for us in terms of creative to, to sometimes really come together and be under one roof. We find that that works for us.
1: Mm. And is Joseph Gordon-Levitt
0: still involved in the day-to-day? Work? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. His, his desk is right next to mine.
1: Okay. Very good. <laughs> very, very, very good.
0: So if somebody wanted to get started creating on HitRecord, where, where should they go? What I would say to do is uh, download our mobile app and you'll be provided with a few very simple creative prompts that uh, hopefully will inspire you to participate immediately and the, the app will start to get to know the kinds of projects that you like to participate in and serve you up with, with creative prompts and little projects for you to participate in uh, and to get you started. And then maybe one day you might want to start your own project.
1: Mm, I like that. Actually, just one last question. One thing that struck me is the role of constraint in a creative project. Do you find that, that that's important?
0: like do you think constraints break yeah, like, creativity blank canvas syndrome is is a real thing you know i think a lot of people want to express themselves they just don't know how so but if you said what's your experience tell us about your first experience behind the wheel of a car or how do you stay active or what does the color green make you think of you know if you can get really specific people oh, have yeah. ideas they want to express themselves but um they don't necessarily know how if you give them the opportunity and the occasion if you give them a creative prompt and then also you know hey we're doing this thing right now and you only have a week to do it it yeah. really motivates people to to participate hmm. and finally you're quite busy obviously but
1: do do you have an ideal early morning routine an early morning me personally yeah <laughs> or even a, an ideal morning routine if it's not an early morning routine <laughs>
0: uh my morning routine it's pretty regular. I just, uh, I need a nice coffee. That's it.
1: <laughs> There's nothing
0: wrong <around> with that. <laughs> Wake up, have a nice coffee. Yeah. I'm pretty active, but I do most of my like physical activity, like most of my physical like, workout stuff at night. But, uh, you know, try to roll into the office, nine or 9.30, and then it's off to the races. Okay, okay. Well, it was great to talk to you today, Jared. Thank you. It's great to talk to you too. I hope
1: you enjoyed this podcast episode. If you did, please leave a rating on the iTunes store. And if you want to accomplish more with your writing, please visit becomearitertoday.com forward slash join and I'll send you a free email course. Thanks for listening.